Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today I'm really excited because we have Victoria Wren, and uh, she is actually the co-founder of STEM and Buds. Uh, for Youth by Youth, um, F-O-1-3-C, make sure I'm saying that right. Um, she was recently one of the Indianapolis Children's Museum Power of Children Award recipients, um, which is how I met her, and that was really cool, and I'm just really inspired by Victoria's work. So thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, hey everyone. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And yeah, Sammy and I met two months ago when we are recording this, so in November, and it was really cool to see her and everyone else's work. Yeah, I agree. So, Victoria, in 2018, you co-founded STEM Buds, um, which is a for youth by youth F013C, uh, which is like redefining inclusivity. Yeah, that word, inclusivity. I don't think I'm saying that right. But, you know, and yeah. accessibility in STEM uh, by bringing students t- to mentors and shaping ideas into initiatives and translating science for civics. So can you tell the listeners a little bit about what your initiative is and uh, why you started it? Yeah, for sure. So I think one of the the big moments for me that kind of sparked some buds first started back in third grade where I had a really impactful teacher and I was really shy when I was young. So she was someone who really helped me grow out of that and be able to find confidence in sort of my opinions and ideas. So that kind of sparked the, oh, like education is a really cool like place to be. And like, how can we sort of give that to everyone? And then in eighth grade, I went to speech and debate camp And I met the other co-founder whose name is Ashna and she was one of my mentors at the speech and debate camp. She's a year older and there we kind of realized that there were a lot of cool things about speech that made it really inclusive and and a lot more welcoming than STEM that we wanted to create in the STEM sort of community or the scientific community. So a couple of things were, you know, peer mentorship and the idea of being able to create what you wanted to create or act on your own ideas. So that's kind of how STEM and Bud started where we wanted to replicate some of the things in the speech community and kind of change the way like STEM is often taught or explored, which for a lot of people, like depending on like what opportunities you have available, it's very much like numbers oriented or competition based and, and a little bit hard to feel like maybe you're smart enough or like you're blank enough to be able to do it. So STEM and Bud's has a bunch of like educational programs, but our main sort of focus is kind of the peer mentorship uh, project creation and the idea of like, not just focusing on the technical side of STEM, but also the more like socially oriented um, stuff. So every kid can kind of like create something that means a lot to them and sort of their interests slash identity. I love that. And I think that's, yeah, I think that's really amazing. And to me, STEM is really important. And I think a lot of people don't know about it in the way that you amplify. It, I think it just makes it that much more amazing. Um, so when I was in, I think, second grade, it was, I was a part of this like after school activity called DI or Destination Imagination. And basically, you had to solve a problem thinking um, with the mindset of like STEM and everything, which uh, STEM is science, technology, engineering, and math. Um, and from there, we like performed in, uh, I don't even know what, 
what we would call it but yeah we performed and um and it was like we used props and like all these different solutions and stuff and it was really cool and I think it was fun that I got to experience that at in second grade um and I was a colorful fairy or something for that and I helped to return <laughs> color to the world so it was really cool I was looking at some of those pictures today and it was adorable but yeah, yeah no way Wait, that's, that's so awesome <laughs> it's also awesome that like you remember that because like now like looking back um, especially I've been doing a lot of like thinking since I'm graduating soon it's interesting to see what I remember and what's been like really impactful maybe in hindsight that I didn't really realize at the time so I love that right yeah definitely so why do you think STEM is so important and which part of STEM is your favorite oh uh, I think STEM I think is important just in general not only for like you know, innovation, but also a lot of this stuff we see with, um, like, barriers of access, like, things like that. I think STEM can serve for a lot of the basis for making things more accessible, whether it's creating, like, products. Um, but also, I think uh, the idea of STEM, maybe not just, like, STEM STEM, but the idea of, like, STEM slash, like, science literacy is super important. I think especially with COVID, like, we've seen there's a lot of information with COVID and public health and that sort of thing. And, and a lot of the times it can be overwhelming, but if you have sort of a baseline of understanding, like, you know, what does this mean? Who can we trust? Like that type of thing. It makes it a lot easier for, for everyone to make decisions that they believe in and also kind of like focus on like science-based issues that may be like at the, I guess, like forefront of what people are talking about. And I would say for me, similar to like the public health side, I'm really interested in the like social sciences side which I think is often less talked about so that's kind of like political science or like psychology sociology that type of thing I think it's really interesting to see how people you know make up communities which make up all these like larger like institutions and all how all of that kind of like drives change or reflects like the cultural trends that we see and yeah kind of like that type of stuff yeah, because when people think of science, they normally just think of like the basic outline of science, like the experiments and everything, but they don't really think about like the social science or the economic economic science. So yeah, I think that's a really good point. Yeah, true, true, true. And um, something I always say is super funny is like Ashna, who's um, the co-founder and one of my good friends, like she is really into like biomedical research. So she's into maybe the more sort of like STEM side that you often see. And I'm more interested in the social sciences side. So yeah, all of that is to say there's a lot of kind, of kind of ways to go about it. And even if you like might not like STEM, kind of like Sam, what you were saying, there are a lot of principles that you can apply, like the problem solving or like the research and kind of the analytical like stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I love all the points that you're making. Really cool. So like you were saying earlier, we had uh, we met about two months ago, and uh, we got to hang out for the day, which was really fun. And um, so basically, the reason for that, we were both recipients, uh, two of five honorees, a Power of Children's Award um, at the Children's Museum of Indianapolis, so about two hours away from where I am in Indiana. And we got to attend a gala and an award ceremony, which was a lot of fun, and we got to have like a behind-the-scenes tour, but to me, the best part about it was being able to learn about everyone else's projects. So like yours, Victoria. And yeah, I think that that was probably one of my favorite parts. And I'm trying to get everyone uh, from there on my podcast. So I'm hoping that'll happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah. 
So that was my favorite part. And just for my whole project, my buddy bench project and everything, my favorite part is knowing the impact that I can make and also meeting the people um, that I do meet, like you. So what's your favorite part about your initiative? Oh, Oh, wow, no, that's a good question too. Oh, ooh, let me think. I think one of probably my favorite parts, and it's something that like now I especially appreciate. Like I think sometimes, you know, you like something, but you don't realize how much you like it until you do less of it. So for Stem and Buds, one of my favorite things is just the teaching and really kind of like Sammy, what you said, being able to see that like one-on-one sort of long-term relationship build and seeing kids just gain confidence or feel like, oh my gosh, like I can do this or like, oh, Victoria, like what if I did this and this? Cause I just saw this problem at my house or like in my community. I think those moments are probably the most like resonant with me. And I, and I think now I especially appreciate it because since we've grown a little bit, like a lot of my work has been more so like organizing meetings and, and that type of thing, which, which is fun and I like it, but it's always cool to teach kids and have those conversations because I think it really reminds you like, yeah, I mean, as cliche as it is, like, why are we all doing this? Like for who and for what? And um, yeah, what, what is this like sort of like impact creating and yeah, teaching kids really reminds me of that. I love that. Yeah. Uh, So yeah. So you're a senior heading. um, You're going to be graduating soon. Are you going to go to college? Yeah, I'm thinking about uh, going to college, hopefully maybe studying sociology, public policy, that type of thing. So, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm only in seventh grade, so I have a few more years to kind of figure out what I want to do. I know I want to go to college, but I'm not exactly sure what for. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people always tell me, you know, sometimes it's good to start thinking about it at a younger age. Um, so, yeah, I still... Um, I'm still trying to figure everything out, but you know, I still have years ahead of me to figure it out. Um, But yeah, so I know that sometimes with your initiative and maybe possibly going to college and everything, it can be overwhelming. So do you have any like advice for the listeners or any to like tell yourself or anything? Yeah, really? Oh, no, no, I totally get that. I think, yeah, especially this year, I I don't think I realized how stressed I was (laughs) until like I I was done and I was like, wow, like I was really, really stressed and kind of tense. And I think like maybe when things like feel overwhelming, whether it's like balancing an initiative or just honestly balancing like every part of your life and whatever that looks like, um, something that's been really helpful. And I, and I think it can maybe sound a little vague is just like having people around you. So whenever things got tough for stem buds, I could, take a step back and let someone on my team know and be like, Hey, like, um, right now I kind of have like, this is this going on. Is it totally okay if you can maybe handle some of this stuff? And I think having people around you and, and really like, like not being afraid to like ask for help and just be like direct. Um, most of the time people get it and, and are willing to help. That's kind of the biggest thing I'd say for, um, when things get overwhelming and, um, something else in general, for college, I remember like Sammy, maybe in eighth or seventh grade, we had him make a presentation for this one class on, on just like about us, but everyone in the class already knew each other. So it was more so like, you know, how do you see yourself and that type of thing? And I just remember thinking, and, and I literally wrote in the presentation, you know, who am I? What do I like? It's very existential, very, like, very, you know, very confusing, conflicted. And I think 
I, I think something that like someone told me that I thought was helpful and something that I still try to think about and always like question is if you're trying to figure out like maybe something you really like to do, um, just try to uh, like remember or try to, I guess, notice if you're like gaining energy from it. I think it's a really simple, like, is this draining me or am I kind of getting more excited from it? That question is simple, but I think it's been really helpful for me where I like a lot of things and I, I'm curious and I want to do it, but I don't, like, I'm not like, you know, like enthralled by it. And it's like something I can do like for fun, but maybe not something that I want to do in the future. So that's kind of been my like question or my like mm-hmm. guide thing. Yeah, I love that. And that kind of leads into a little bit of what I was going to say next. So during the Power of Children's um, like award time, we were like meeting in the back room and we were able to like kind of ask each other questions and get advice. And I think I'm pretty sure that I asked you something about like, um, how do you know when you're getting burnt out and how do you go from that? And um, yeah, something like that. So I think that that's kind of kind it's probably, you probably have like a similar answer from the other one, but can you kind of um, answer that as well? Like just how you know when you're getting burnt out from whatever it is you're doing, either if it's an initiative or just schoolwork or anything and maybe how to go from that? Yeah, I still remember when we talked about it and it's really funny, like almost like a few weeks ago, um, right after, or I guess right before winter break, I was talking to a friend and again, like there's someone who's been like super important in my life. And this is kind of sexually back, like make sure you have people around you. And, um, that can be hard sometimes, but, but I, I think if you kind of maybe have people that you're comfortable sharing that can make all the difference, especially if you're not like doing super hot or you just need support, things like that. But I was talking to them and I was like, well, I don't, I feel like I'm like tired of everything. Like I don't really, you know, like I'm not feeling like too hot in school. Like I, I want to go, but at the same time, like things are becoming a lot. And they were like, Victoria, like, I think you have burnout. Like it's not something more complicated. I think you just like are experiencing burnout. And that what like reminded me of our conversation. Cause I, cause I remember like, saying an answer but not being super sure when I was talking to you about it but but now that I kind of went through that that period where I really was like tapped out and I really didn't want to do anything I think for me something that I found like helpful is um taking time to myself and the way I kind of notice I'm getting burnt out is if like I become more like irritated but also I think if I become more like you know, like, why am I doing this? Like, what is this for? Like, like, if I keep asking myself why, and I can't really, like, get an answer, that's when I'm kind of aware that, huh, you know, maybe I need to be a little bit careful with just, like, taking care of myself and being more conscious of what I need. And something that I find is super helpful is just, like, being, being alone. And I think I'm a little bit more introverted. So, like, I'll, I'll literally, like, <laughs> like, light a candle. And, and, and it sounds like, oh, my gosh, or, and I'll, grab like a book or I'll, I'll start like creating something. I think a lot of the times when I'm burnt out or I feel like maybe, you know, maybe I'm tired of all of this. I, I sit down and I, you know, take some time to like reorganize my thoughts and kind of like almost distill all of that like chaos into like something written, whether it's like typed or like, um, like handwritten. And then I just try to 
like create something so I'm not as like passive if that makes sense um so like behind me like there's like this random drawing that I just made and that like stuff where I'm creating for really no like reason other than for myself and just to like do something and go through that process I think has been really helpful because it allows my mind to kind of like focus on that instead of you know overthinking or maybe just like kind of like feeling sort of whatever I feel yeah I found that very I find that very helpful too like I love to create and you know just focusing on one thing one specific thing um and that and um try to get away from the other thoughts I think that's very good and that, uh, thank you for sharing like honestly um it helps me that really does help me so thank you so much oh no god <laughs> Yeah, so your program is in 15 different regions and has 60 chapters and has 3,500 students and mentors, which I think is amazing. So how can and where can other people get involved? Like, um, what's your website called and social media, maybe? Yeah, um, we have an Instagram, which is at Seven Buds, and our website has a lot of info, and it's uh, stemandbuds.org. And to get involved, we really, really encourage just like anybody, um, especially people who are young to, to join and whatever that looks like, whether it's like, you know, you like graphic designing or you like organizing or you're not sure where to start, but you kind of just like the work that we do and the issues that we're focusing on um, to just email us at stemandbudspa at gmail.com and then we'll get you set up with someone and figure out what's a way you can become involved if it's not something that we kind of already offer, like being a chapter head, a regional director or joining our executive team, so. Yeah, those are mainly the three ways to connect with us. Yeah, so make sure to go check out everything with STEM buds and try to help them as well. So um, before we get onto the rapid fire, do you have anything else you want to share that we didn't cover? Ooh, uh, oh, that's, a, <laughs> that's also a tough question. I think um, like for everyone listening, and I, I think this has been emphasized in, in a lot of different, different ways with different people, not just me, um, like, a lot of like sort of like these things I think when I when I was younger I was like oh my gosh like I don't think I could do that or like things like that but I think the the best piece of advice someone once told me or one of the best pieces of advice was uh like some format of like Victoria like everyone practices in order to lead and I think that idea is super powerful because it's just the idea that like everyone can change and everyone can grow and everyone can learn and there's not like one type of person who can only do this type of stuff. So if I didn't say anything, I'd probably say that. I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. So if you're ready for the rapid fire, then I am. Yeah, I'm ready. Okay, so I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with the first thing, with the first thing that comes to mind. So what's your favorite food? Oh, um, right now it has to be mac and cheese chicken sandwich. <laughs> mac and cheese chicken sandwich. Yeah. Is that a thing? So good, so good. <laughs> Mac and cheese, like on a chicken sandwich. It's so good. Like, I swear by it. <laughs> awesome. Uh, favorite color? Uh, blue. Nice. Favorite animal? Probably dolphin. Dolphin's cool. I like dolphins. <laughs> I, have a, I have a dolphin that is made out of caps. No way. What? Wait, how? how? It's like they're like melted down into caps. That's they're so like cool. melted they're melted caps and then it's like into a mold i'll have to send you a picture later but yeah. yeah that's awesome <laughs> um so if you could have lunch with anyone dead or alive who would it be oh i would 
I would probably have lunch with probably Sal Khan. I think the stuff he does with Khan Academy is really cool. Nice. Uh, so would you rather be able to talk every language in the world or speak to animals? I would rather talk probably every language in the world. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, so do you like swimming or skiing better? Uh, someone who swam probably all their life, probably swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so would you rather have a long trunk like an elephant or a long neck like a giraffe? Probably long neck, I think. <laughs> I think that would be a little bit easier. Yeah. I could finally be taller than my younger brother, who's like a head taller than me. So I would fix that. Too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and for the last question to ask all my guests, what is something that makes you smile? Yeah, I thought about this for a while. And I think, I think it has to be whenever, like, I'm in class is the first thing that comes to mind. And like the teacher's talking and people in the class are riffing and everyone's just kind of like excited about what we learn and having fun and just like getting to know each other. Cause I think a lot of the times in classes, you know, you're just like, ah, content, content, content. But whenever everyone kind of takes a step back and just like chills out and, and talks about other stuff, I think that's, I don't know, a really fun moment. So I'd probably say that. Yeah. Right now. yeah I love that. So that makes me smile as well, like when I'm in class. And I feel like I've been able to experience that a lot this year, um, being able yeah. to be in my classes and just like being a family and being able to like, you know, just chill and everything. I love it. So thank you so much for being on my podcast. This is so much fun talking to you. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you. So for everyone listening, as you could see, this is making me smile and I hope it's making you smile. Um, remember that you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. I'd be a great day. Bye.